Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. What's up, guys? Welcome to Views. Um, the podcast where David's trying to build a pool. Whoa, you literally stole my line. Go ahead. Go. Say no, it. Then you say it. No. No, just forget it. If you don't want to, if you don't want to take this podcast seriously, if you don't want to follow the structure we have built for ourselves, I've been here since eleven o'clock. It is one twenty-eight. Dima and I have been here for two and a half hours waiting for you to put that mic up to your stupid fat idiot face. I was resting, you dumb fuck. Yeah, and I was nice about it. I even came in and was like, "Hey, bud, you want to take another fifteen minutes?" And you're like, "Yeah, that'd be good." It is, and you it, took another forty-five. You know how difficult it is to talk to you. I need all the sleep I can get, motherfucker. Oh, I know. It's so hard being you with your fans that love you and adore you everywhere you go. Me, me, me. Oh, poor David. Oh, yeah, no, does it make you feel hard. better to put yourself down by complimenting me? Does it make you feel better? I didn't put myself down. I was just saying you're being a huge. Well, maybe baby. someone should put you down. Oh, okay. Maybe someone should put you down in a crib. How about that? Why? Because I'm a little baby. Yeah, you are a cute, goddamn, so fucking cute little baby. I'll put a diaper on you. That's God. nice. Oh, 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 you want to take care of me? That, that'd be that'd be the. First. I do. I want to take care of you until be, you die. Because I'm in love with you. You got it. That'd be the first kid you'd be taking care of. Oh, are you kidding me? Yes. I'll tell you something. Dima is picking up Wyatt at 4:20, so I can be with you, so I can take care of my other baby, David Gugu Dobrik. Is that your middle name, Gugu? <laughs> or no? You just took it too far by calling me <laughs> David Gugu Dobrik. <laughs> All right, roll the intro music. All right, guys, this is the Views Podcast. Sorry about that intro. Whatever. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? Um, No, but sorry about that intro. Uh, The other day, I was actually in, uh, I was outside my hotel room. Yeah. And I don't know how, but people find out. Where our hotel is. I mean, I guess probably the Snapchats you put out. Yeah, probably the ones they come find with, me with huge one. landmarks in the background, like the Empire State Building in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> that'll do it. I like posting the views. Anyway, yeah, that gives it away. <laughs> so then we go downstairs, and there's usually people there, and um, and they were very, very nice. The other day, um, someone brought me Chipotle. Cool. Which is great. I love Chipotle, unless it's roofied. Exactly, but you have to be careful because you know even the sweetest. Sweetest person yeah. can be there to kill you. You didn't eat it, did you? So Joe told me, Joe's like, don't eat it. Don't eat it. He's like, I know how much you love Chipotle. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not going to eat it. Are you crazy? Are you fucking crazy? And then 3 a.m. comes around and I wake up, you know, from my sleep and I'm fucking starving. And I, and I, I go into the kitchen and all they have is like Snickers and Pringles and like the fridge at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then there's one light on in the living room and it's right over the dinner table. Yeah. And it's shining on the bag of Chipotle. <laughs> so I'll show but everywhere. Sorry. So I'm like, okay, so I'm like, either God wants me to be poisoned <laughs> yeah. or, or I just have to eat this. So I, so I open the bag yeah. and I, I squeeze the burrito to make sure it doesn't have any razor blades in it first. <laughs> and there wasn't anything in it. So I ate it. I ate the entire fucking thing. Yeah. And then I sat there for like 30 seconds. Like I just sat there like I was waiting for an earthquake. I was like, I was waiting for my body to shut down because I was like, oh my God, I wonder when the poison is going to kick in and nothing happened after 30 seconds. So I'm like, okay, like if you're going to get poison, it's probably going to happen right away. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in the clear. Yeah. So thank you, Amy, for bringing me that burrito. <laughs> that unpoisoned burrito. <laughs> no, but you, uh, ne- you never know. 
<laughs> I'll take the uh, the burrito. Hold the anthrax. We also visited where John Lennon was shot. We rode right by the Dakota. Yeah, on yeah, Central the Park Dakota is an apartment building. Yes, really so, nice apartment building, huh? Yeah, it's a really nice apartment yeah. building. And John Lennon was killed by one of his supporters. He was killed by a fan. Yeah, yeah, someone who a loved ranged fan, Mark David Chapman. Did the fan kill himself afterwards? No, he went to jail. He's still in jail. Oh, get the fuck out! Yeah, did, did he explain why he killed him? I he yeah. It, yeah, he did. Why? I mean, I don't know. I don't, it wasn't like a good reason that made sense. But yeah, he... he <laughs> I wasn't expecting me to go, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't remember the reason, but he's, he's no, not well in the head, this guy. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. And, but he, he loved John Lennon. That's why he killed him. He definitely was a fan. That's so interesting. Yeah. We drove by. We drove by. And we're like, is this... I, I, remember, I rolled my window down. There was like a uh, bellman, right? Sure. Right outside of it. And I, and I asked, I was like, is this where John Lennon was killed? And he was like, yes, I'm so sorry, sir. It was weird. He, they were like apologizing. We had a stock answer, yeah. Yeah, they were like apologizing. Yeah, well, he was... You know, a lot of people come there to, to ask. And he told us we'd go to the memorial like a minute away, right? But we it, were, wasn't, it, wasn't, it was an answer that he looked like he gives like 50 times right, a day. Right, yeah. But it was interesting. He apologized as if John Lennon was like a close friend. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, you for yeah. apologizing. It's really, that's fucking terrifying. Are you a big fan of John Lennon? I love the Beatles. You do? Yeah. I didn't know that about you. My mom only had one CD in her car. <laughs> Which and, one? Well, guess. Tell you guess. Uh, Sgt. Peppers? No, it was ABBA. Okay. <laughs> so all she had was ABBA. Oh, that's funny. So that was the only thing that was played. We, ha- we also had like a radio that also played CDs. Yeah. And this was like the most high-tech thing we had in the house. Yeah. Um, so we played ABBA, and my dad had, I think, two albums, and it was Paul Nutini, and it was The Beatles. Paul Nutini. And it was The Beatles. <laughs> So every time it would be like chores day, you'd hear the Beatles playing downstairs. Um, okay, or, David, time to clean the garage. You want to hear? Uh, let it be or imagine. Or, or Paolo Nutini. <laughs> yeah, so, so that would play downstairs. Oh. So those are the only two groups that I would hear all the time. Did so you ever I go out and buy CDs? No, I'd never buy CDs. Why? I was at an age where you could start like downloading them. Were you buying CDs and tapes? Yeah, back in my day, uh, my friends would go in. They used, the CDs used to come in long boxes, and they would go in with razor blades and cut the boxes and then pull the CDs out. Oh, like you'd steal them? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, but I had friends that would. <laughs> That's something you I had some crazy you're... friends. Yeah? Yeah, I was definitely the guy that was like, I don't know, guys. What would your friends do? They would go in with razor blades, and they would steal CDs, which I thought was nuts. Wait, what do you mean razor blades? Like to threaten the people working there? <laughs> No, they wouldn't, they wouldn't hold up the Tower Records. They would, <laughs> CDs used to come in these long boxes, and they would cut the box and then pull the CD out. And where would they find the CD boxes? Like in the back storage of where? No, they were fresh out in the store. They would do it in the store. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they would just run out with them? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And then another member of the Beatles, you said also got stabbed? You <laughs> said George Harrison got <laughs> yeah. stabbed? we pulled into last night. That blew my mind. You didn't know that. Yeah, George Harrison. Yeah, I didn't know he got stabbed. I got to check that out and make sure. I know he was stabbed. I'm not sure if that's how it killed him. I think that's what, how he died. You know what would be really fun is if every time we said something that was completely wrong, <laughs> yeah. it changed. <laughs> <laughs> like that movie yesterday? Yeah, like yeah. if George Harrison <laughs> actually just passed away, like like just out of old age. George Harrison died 2000. 2001, the cause of death is listed, metastatic, non-small. Oh, he had lung cancer, but he was stabbed, but he didn't die from the stabbing. That's oh, my what it God. Was. Jason last night told me that he was stabbed to death. Yeah. No, I got that wrong, guys. <laughs> could you, could you <laughs> imagine every time we say something, it's like, oh, that's the news now. <laughs> 
Guys, recent reportings just found out that George Harrison was actually stabbed. Yeah, it's really bad they let us have a podcast. Isn't, Joe was telling me that the Beatles were only a group for six years. Yeah, that was what he said. Which also could be wrong, but that's insane. I heard they stopped playing. Is this true? They stopped playing because the people would be screaming so much that mm-hmm. they couldn't hear themselves play the music? Yeah, I heard that. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. It's like it, the Views tour. It, <laughs> I, guys, I can't hear David. Stop. It's when we're on a uh, podcast. We can't do this, dude. We're going to have to break up. Jonah made me so angry yesterday. What did he do? Jonah yesterday. I, I don't know what we were talking about, what made him say this. Yeah. But he goes, the Vlog Squad's like the Beatles of YouTube. <laughs> I wanted to fucking, I wanted to strangle him. I was like, don't ever compare the Beatles to us. Don't ever do them such a disservice and fucking. He made me so mad yesterday. Drag their name through the mud like that. I, was like, I can't believe that came out of his mouth. I bought some clothes in New York and I was all excited to show everybody. And he just goes, you have the worst style, dude. You have the worst style. I go, you wear Pokemon shirts all the time. Did you hear and see Natalie's prank backfire on her on, on herself yesterday? No, what prank? We were like we were standing around at your job yesterday that you were doing and uh and we're just standing there like killing time waiting for you and, and uh and Natalie Natalie decides to do a prank on me, which I I'm all for. And she goes, Yeah, there's a layover in Texas tonight, like that. And I, because we were flying from New York to LA. And I was like, huh? I was like, oh. And then Joe like picks up on Natalie's thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, there's a layover in Texas tonight. And I was like, fuck, no way. And then right at that moment, you walked up and you go, what? There's a fucking layover in Texas tonight? And Natalie goes, ah, ah, abort, abort, abort. And I was like, what's going on? And then Natalie tried to blame it on me. She goes, she goes, it was a joke. It was a joke. Because you're like, Natalie, what the fuck? What do you mean there's a fucking layover in Texas tonight? Yeah, I remember that. That, that was, was pretty, pretty funny. Insane. Wait, what did... I remember this. So Jonah was saying your style was ugly. I bought some clothes, and he's just like, you have the worst sense... He said it's so mean, too. He goes, you have the worst sense of style, dude. The worst. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know... If- yeah, but then what did he do when you turned the camera oh, on? Oh, yeah. So then, so then I was like... Then I turned the camera on to vlog it, to get you guys to like say like you hated the clothes, and Jonah was like, I love it. I absolutely love the clothes. <laughs> Such bullshit. Because nobody wants to like be on camera like being nasty to me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy like traveling with Jonah. It's crazy how difficult it is. Yeah. It's one of the most difficult things in the world. And in, and when you lose him for a couple minutes, you think, oh, this is it. This is our entire day now. Yeah. Because he's not going to come back. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. I mean, we left him. Jeff and I left him in Miami. I felt really bad about it. Oh, because he missed the flight. Yeah. Where did where did you make that decision? Because we had we woke up. We had to go to the event. We were like. Jonah, you have to get down here. The car is here waiting for us. Right. And he's like, I'm coming. I'm packing my bag. Right. And we waited like four minutes. The car was there. The driver had to go. We were going to be late. And we had to make the decision to leave him as well. So we left him. Oh, you did leave him? Yeah, we left him as well. Jeff had lost his wallet in Miami and he had to go to the airport. He had to be there like two hours, three hours early so he could actually fly. So we're just sitting there. We're calling him. And then he's like, we got to go, man. And, and, and then I felt really bad. And Jeff was like, no, no, this is what we need to do for him. We need to teach him a lesson. So you got to leave him. Yeah. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's Lifetime Membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is kind of random, but I think Fifty First Dates is one of the best movies of all time. Okay, we were talking about this. I agree. I love Adam Sandler. I love watching his movies. I think he's hilarious. I would not say Fifty First Dates is one of the greatest movies of all time. Why would you not say that? Because there's just movies that are better than Fifty First Dates. I understand. Okay, we can we can argue. This about is this. something you probably don't want on the podcast because people are going to fucking annihilate you on Twitter. No, no, no. <laughs> I will stand by this. I will stand by this. <laughs> Okay, you can you can go in and you can go you know Scorsese movies and, sure. and Quentin Tarantino movies are great movies because they're they're incredible. Yeah, Twelve Years a Slave. Yes, it's it's an incredible movie. Okay, they're beautiful movies, right? <laughs> yeah, but I think Fifty First Dates, like for what entertainment is, yeah, is like a prime example of like a movie, like a, like a movie you can just literally sit. Everybody loves it. It's a universally loved movie. But that's that's not the definition of best movie of all time. No, I said it's one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> and when I say this, I think there's two hundred movies that are the best movies of all time. I think oh, it's, it's one of the top two hundred movies now. Because like, when you said best movie of all time I earlier, said, no, that I means s- number one. I said it's one of the best movies of all time. And one of the best. You don't agree? You don't think it's in the top 200? I don't think Fifty First Days is in the top 200 movies of all time. And I can get a lot of people in here to back me up on this. I, I would want bring everybody in here that could back you up on this because they are wrong. You, you know what? You know, the only thing you have going for you right now is fucking Natalie, when you said it earlier, was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Natalie, what do you think? I think it's like it's something that like you can turn on and everybody will just watch. It's like something you can... It's so, it's it. such a, it's in Hawaii. There's, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no, just listen, you're going to bring just that listen, in. Just listen, It takes place in Hawaii. You Hawaii Five-O? I love that. <laughs> top, top 200 shows for sure. <laughs> you just want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> no, no, no. It's in Hawaii. It's Adam Sandler in like the, the best era of Adam Sandler. Sure. It's Drew Barrymore, who's a beautiful girl. He, he's a guy in the movie who like, he's a girls cool, come to town and he a, just dates them and then leaves them, right? That's yes, the plot. He's a cool guy who's not the best. He's not like the best looking. He's not a like Brad Pitt Clooney. Right. He's... He's just like a relatable dude who's really charming, who's funny, and he falls for a girl who who loses fucking who literally forgets about him every day. It's such a fucking incredible plot. And every day he has to get her to fall in love with him. If you guys don't know what Fifty First Dates is, which is fucking crazy, it's a movie where, where this girl has short-term memory loss and every day she forgets that she's in love with Adam Sandler. So Adam Sandler every day has to remind her why she's in love with him. And it's so fucking okay, great. Now I'm going to say something that's going to make you really angry. Oh, come on. Bring it, motherfucker. I've never seen Fifty First Dates. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you dumb <laughs> But I still stand by that I don't think it's in the top 10 movies of all time. Said 200. Okay, and 200. You've, and you've never seen it? I've never seen it. What? It's a fucking... I didn't know. The other day it was on about two weeks ago and I watched the first five minutes. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's incredible. Is it? It's incredible. Maybe you're winning me over here. <laughs> I mean, I just put it on. Fuck the podcast. <laughs> Guys, is it okay if we do like a 12 minute podcast this week? Because we're going to go watch 50 First Dates. No, it really, it truly is. It, it truly is. It's so. I, okay, another movie I love is Just Go With It. It's a movie that also coincidentally <laughs> has Adam Sandler in it and takes place in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a movie with Jen Aniston. Yeah. When you par- when you pair up, I love movies where you pair up a beautiful girl like Jen Aniston yeah. who's funny, who's fucking charming, and like a woman like Drew Barrymore with someone who's like Adam Sandler who isn't the sexiest guy in Hollywood. I love that because yeah. it's so fun watching like, it's relatable. It's like watching like the everyday guy try to go for like the, 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 the hot girl. The hot girl. Like it's the best. And th- that's why those movies are so great. Um, like I guess that's kind of your life. You have to, you have to, <laughs> have to watch. Yeah. Jay, it's so good. All right, we'll have to, we'll let's have watch to screen it, it here. No, let's watch it tonight. We have a vlog to make, but okay. No, I will. I, <laughs> no, no. No, no. Let's call iPick. We'll, we'll we'll rent out a theater for you to watch it. You have to. See I it. don't know if they could get the print. I can't believe you time. haven't seen this. You you're an asshole. <laughs> I hate you. Who are you, Martin Scorsese? You're going to rent out a theater to, for you to watch movie? it? Yeah, because we'll make like a big deal out of it. We yeah. will. Yeah. Okay. And you'll give me your review. You can you can vlog it. I'll do this. This is all for your vlog. Okay. Oh. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> are you all right? Let's move on. This Feeling is okay? Me angry that you haven't seen. I am sorry. I apologize. I probably shouldn't. I, I should not. You're right. I should not say that Fifty First Dates is not one of the best movies of all time, having not seen it. Yes. But am I okay? Let's move on. Jason. Jason hired a new assistant. Is this yeah. true? It is true. And it's my hometown friend. Yeah. Dima. It's kind of weird how we do things around here, huh? Yeah, we just pluck people from my hometown. Like. I, 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 he's here. He's here. He's working for me. Literally, it's Dima, who's been in your videos. Yeah. He's a great guy, and he wanted to come and work here, and I, I'm just baffled by it. I can't believe he's here. I'm baffled by it, too. I can't believe you gave him a job. Here he is. Dima, say hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me on the podcast. He's been doing great, although today he does do these weird things from time to time, which I know you can relate to, because it's like he's running down stuff today. I'm like, okay, good, good, good. Yeah. And then he goes, and then he goes, oh, and by the way, um, Irma? When she comes to clean, I um I offered her water the other day. So, like, that's okay to do, right? <laughs> I fucking hate that about him. I, I, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. Get her water. If you order coffee for everyone, order coffee for her. Like, Irma's the best. She's like, treat her like gold. And he's like, yeah, okay. Well, I thought so. <laughs> I just didn't want you to be mad that I gave her a water. Bro, he fucking does that to me at my house all the time. Isn't that he, weird? He goes, the other day, the other day, he goes... I'm going to go, can I grab a water from your fridge? <laughs> and right. I go, and I, this was like the first time he asked. So I'm like, that's totally fine. I literally said, take whatever you want, anytime, just take it. Yeah. And then, and then uh, a week later, he's back at my house. He goes, hey, dude, is it cool if I grab a water? And like, and like <laughs> if you guys have been to my house, it's like there's millions of waters in that fridge. Yeah. Like, I won't notice if you take 10. Yeah. And I was like, Dima? It's fine. Go ahead. Take the water. Please don't ask again. Yeah. Just, it's and someone else fills them up. You yeah. don't even put them in yeah, there. Yeah. So it's totally fine. Grab the waters. And then again, literally the next day he goes, uh, hey, dude, I know you don't like me asking, but can I, can I take a water? And I'm like, Dima, uh, for, you, uh, for you to not ask again, I don't care if my fucking fridge is missing. <laughs> next time, just take the entire fridge, take the kitchen out of my fucking house, remove the cabinets, steal my fucking stove. Yeah. Just stop asking me about the waters. It's such please. a funny, it's such a funny quality because when someone's like polite like that it's usually a good thing 
I don't even know if it's polite. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, why are you asking me this so many times? Just literally just take it. Yeah, I don't dude. care if he's running a soup kitchen out of my fucking living room at this point. Just don't ask. Just go. And he edited the podcast this week and I heard he, how many times did he come in and ask you questions? Yeah, he was editing the podcast. <laughs> he was editing the podcast. Which he did a good job. He did a good job. Yeah, he edited the last podcast. Guys. And he'd come and he'd come to me and he and he'd be like, Are you sure you want this part <laughs> in the podcast? And I'm like, yes, it's fine. And he, and then he'd go, okay, okay. And then, and then he'd go back to editing, and he'd come back again. And he'd go, yo, man, I just re-listened to it. Are you sure? Because I don't know. I don't know if people should know all this. And I was like, it's fine. That's the point of the podcast. And he'd keep coming back and forth, like asking me questions. I don't know. It's it. Dima's fun. What was he, he like in high school? What was he like in high school? You're the yep. same grade, right? Yeah, we're we're in the same grade. I didn't really talk to him that much. We we didn't talk that much in high school. Oh, you didn't? No. Well, then why the fuck did I hire him? I don't know. That's, I thought that was strange too. I didn't. I didn't know him that well. Yeah. No, I I knew. I thought he was like your bud. No, I yeah I, yeah I got I got cl- I got really close to him after high school. Okay, yeah, me but and Dave. Ap- didn't- you mean after you left for L.A.? Yes, because <laughs> that's when Illy and him started to hang out more. Uh, and I would come by, and he's like, I'm bringing by Dima. And at first, I was very like, I don't know about Dima. Like, I don't know about this guy. And then we would hang out with him, and I was like, what is wrong with this kid? And, you know, I like people that uh, don't make any sense. So, <laughs> so I, I started to get more excited when he'd uh, bring Dima around. And that's how I got to know Dima. Dima, do you have any stories from us in high school? Actually, yeah, I do remember I was in gym, and oh God. this was when Vine was very popular, and you weren't like that popular, but you were still kind of blowing up. You were like a, you were like a semi-high school legend, um, <laughs> and actually for me, I didn't, have an, I didn't have any type of smartphone. I was the only kid in our high school without a smartphone until like senior year. Sure. So I didn't know what, like what the big hype was, but you snuck into my gym class. And we had a cool teacher, so he didn't care. Like, really? He could bring, bring in drugs, and he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. Just don't, don't let me see it. He just didn't want us to make a mess. Sure. So he had he a lot of chilling. cool teachers. Oh, yeah. We the, the, I think, the, I, like I always say this, the most important part of school is having cool teachers. If you have stuck-up teachers, yeah. they're, they're not going to want to fucking learn. No one's going to want to take you seriously. They're just going to hmm. hate you. They're going to hate the process. Hmm. We had all cool teachers, and that's why I loved my high school, because every teacher there wow. was like, like young, cool, and the older ones were, they, they were just with it. Like, they understood. Like, like you, you, don't, you treat kids like your friends. Right. And and then they'll, they'll treat you with respect huh. because they'll be like, oh, this person's treating me. Anyway, yeah, continue. We had uh, like some game going on and nobody cared about it. So the teacher was just like, okay, whatever. You guys can do whatever you want. Have a free period. So we just ran around. Yeah. And then David walked in with one other guy and he's like, okay, I'm recording this vine. Okay, yeah. So I remember there was this guy named Ben and this guy named Michael. And he wanted to make this vine of like a fight going on and there's people around it and then he brings up the phone and is recording this fight but instead of a, like an actual fight it's rock paper scissors oh yeah it so like basically it was like fight 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 yeah you know, yeah it's like, it's like a classic joke you've probably seen it millions of times sure and then you you pan to them and they're actually just playing rock paper scissors mm-hmm. no one's actually fighting yeah okay yeah but i remembered like three weeks later david came up to me and he's like hey i need four ski masks and i'm like that would be such a weird question if i didn't know what vine was <laughs> and if i didn't know that he was the one doing this sure and then, sure enough, I had ski masks in my house. <laughs> <laughs> you did? Yeah. Why'd had... you have ski masks? Because it's so cold in Chicago? No, yeah. I, we got them at, like, Goodwill or something because, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't have hats at the time. Mm-hmm. And I told my mom, I want to go get a hat. And I, <laughs> I went to Goodwill because, well, I was poor and I wanted to get a hat. And I, I got this hat from there. Dima's a next level storyteller, by the way. <laughs> and they were, like, normal hats. You can actually buy the, the master class of storytelling. <laughs> From Dima. From Dima, yeah. How to tell stories. Yeah, it's really great. So it's Steve Martin, <laughs> Martin Scorsese, and, and, and Dima. They teach a class together. 
<laughs> they all yeah. talk about how to create. Yeah, Steve Martin handles like Broadway, and then um, Martin Scorsese's film, and then Dima's just just day to day life. Yeah. <laughs> So Dima, what was the point of the first part of the story? That was when I where you where you were talking about the gym class thing. Yeah, David yeah. said the funniest thing yesterday. We were driving home, and he goes, he goes, Jason, you should try to go on a trip with Dima and Jonah and vlog it and see how it goes. Dream team. Uh, okay, so dream no. team. Okay, so the ski mask. Sorry, I don't want to cut you so, off from your yeah. story. So I brought that up because that's when that's when you were really starting to take Vine seriously. Yes, and I started taking nothing seriously. <laughs> so we were both, you know, in the same position. <laughs> And that's when I realized that we had no freaking classes together. You and I had no classes together ever. Yeah, we had none. Oh, weird. It was just a coincidence. I mean, whatever. But They kept the dumb kids and the smart kids separate. <laughs> yeah, it was weird why they separated us. Should have both been in the dumb kids section. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Uh, we started doing vines more, and then. Uh, so you helped him with his vines. I like two. It wasn't that big of a deal, but okay. you were cast in those vines. You were like, I think in I was them, in or one or two. Them? You no, were, he was just, yeah, he was yeah we were just doing them like casually, and uh, and then high school was over, and then David moved to LA. Yeah, and what'd you do? Gave up on everything. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? Did you I feel mean, that way? Were no, I like... gave up on everything way before that. Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about now? Now you haven't given up. You got your, yeah, you got your actually, butt out here. You got a job with a really good looking guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I actually am excited. I mean, I guess I am kind of lucky having to be Jason's assistant because that's like the most credible and wise person in this entire group out of everyone. <laughs> sure. And I think the experience that I'm going to be able to get from this is going to be very good. Jason's really helping me out with everything. Dima, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah, good question. Probably far away from you. (laughs) I have a feeling in in about a couple months we're going to lose Dima and we're not going to see him for like a couple decades. Oh, really? Yeah, he he seems like that type of guy. Okay, David, so I, um, I met this recruiter. Yeah. And uh, this is what he asked people to hire them. These are job recruiting questions. Yeah, job recruiting questions. And you so, want to know how I'd answer them? Yeah. Okay, go. Here we go. Who'd you look up to when you were a kid and why the most? Who'd I look up to? Yeah. Um, probably my friends. Got to be one person. Oh, wait, oh, I guess you can say your friends. Yeah, my friends. You, that's who you looked up to? Yeah. When you were 13 years old, you looked up to Ilya. You didn't look up to like a, a, an adult? No, I learned most from my friends. Really? Yeah. Give me an example of one of your friends that you like looked up to and they, that something that they did that you're like, huh. You learn, you learn from them. Well, I wish I would have a bunch of different friends and they would all have different senses of humor. And I feel like I would like, like take a lot of different jokes. Oh, that's from, so interesting. From each person. So like. Who was funnier than you in high school? Who's funnier than me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, there was, uh, I don't think any, I, I don't think any of us were funnier than another person, but everyone had like a defined sense of humor. Like everyone had like one thing that they were known for. Uh-huh. Like there was like the goofy kid who was like straight up like the class clown. And he right. would like, and then there's one guy who only would make like perverted jokes and like sexual <laughs> jokes. There was one guy who would, you know, just, just make like punny jokes and wouldn't do anything other than that. Like, right. like everyone had their thing uh-huh. and like everyone would appreciate them for their own thing. And I, and I adopted, I feel like a You're lot a bit of a sponge. Them. Like I, yeah, I like, mm-hmm. I, I learned a lot from, my friends um from just hanging out with them mm, that's and so like, interesting yeah that's, it's so interesting that your answer is based on comedy solely on comedy and nothing else it's not comedy it's personality oh personality i guess illy and i illy and i are a lot alike like super alike like, yeah when you it are. comes to like how seriously we take things mm-hmm. and like we don't get angry about things mm-hmm. and like um yeah just like we have more fun with things and we like laugh at more things like you guys will literally flip a coin on something and if it lands there you have to do what it is no matter how crazy it is like fly yeah. to la right now yeah and you yeah, flip yeah. the coin and then he, you will go. Yeah, we're, we're very similar in that. I think that's something we took from each other. But yeah, who, who inspired you as a kid? My mother. Why did she inspire you? 
She just, she just was, she just worked, like, uh, took care of the family. She, like, worked long hours. My father was, like, not working at all. My father wasn't around. My mother just, like, took over everything and was just, like, always there. She would do it all. She would, she would work and then come home and, like, drive my friends to the movies and then wait in the car until we, like, got out of the movies and then... Oh, she was one of those moms? She was one of those moms. She'd sit outside the movie theater... Yeah. And wait for you to finish the movie? Yeah, it would be like, hey, you want to go to the movies? Like, will your mom drive? No, no, no. And then like, mom, will you drive and pick up? She's like, yeah. When I have a friend whose mom would drop him off at parties. Yeah. And she'd sit outside in the car reading a book <laughs> until the party was over and she'd drive him home. Did that, did that ostracize him in any way? Did it make him feel weird? No, it was really interesting. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast. I feel like I should say this because I feel like this is a really important thing to know. If your kids ever, like if you ever have kids and they want to start drinking, mm. like tell your kids to call you when they're fucking hammered and, yeah. and don't, and don't like scold them for it. Like, I feel like that was a really like important thing in high school is like, there was a lot of kids in my, in my, in my class that were scared to tell their parents they were drinking. Sure. And then they were like, do I drive home right now? Like, how the fuck do I... There was an Uber. Like, right. How the fuck do I get home? Yeah. Like, I'm drunk, but I can't call my family. And, like, now some kids were driving home drunk yeah. because they were scared. But the kids that weren't scared to call their parents would be like, hey, mom, I'm fucked up. Please come pick me up. Yeah. Then, you're, then, you're, then your parents are picking you up. Don't pick your kids up and be like, what the fuck did you do? Why the fuck are you drinking? Because then they'll never call you again. And then the worst case scenario is they're driving drunk or they're doing something stupid. I think that's great what you're saying. But the version I always see is, like, the parents, like, being like drinking with their kids. You know what I mean? Like being like too pro alcohol. Oh yeah. Like the cool parents. I don't know. I think you could, I think you could drink. With Did you have kids. that in high school? Yeah. Where people drink with their kids. Parents try to party with you. Um, yeah, there like was definitely I do the dads me. that would come down to the basement all the time and would just be like, they'd be like, ah, keg stand. Let's see somebody hit that. And then the kids would be like, you hit it. You hit it, Mr. Anderson. And then he'd be like, ah, no, I don't know if I can. I don't know. Okay, fuck it. I'll do it. Lift me up. You guys got my legs? Yeah. You definitely have those kids. And you, you definitely have those parents that made the cool basements. Just for their kids. Right. Like those are the, those are, did those you have are the, any, did you have any friends that hook up with your parents, mom, like moms? No, never had, never had Not kids hook up with of. their kids. But, um, but in my neighborhood, it was a very popular thing. Not in my neighborhood, sorry. It was in my, in my school, it was a very popular thing for the parents to cheat on each other with other parents. So they used lot, to swing a lot? Yeah, a lot of the, but they, but they wouldn't know, but the kids would know. What? Yeah, I don't know how the kids would find out, but I guess the kids would find out because some of the parents were over and like, yeah. Really? So that was like a thing. Ooh, Vernon Hills. Yeah, Vernon Thrills <laughs> is what they call it. Um, no, but yeah, that is, uh, yeah, there, there were definitely there were definitely kids that would drink with their parents. But I, I remember like my neighbor, I, I've, I've told this on the podcast before, I think my, my neighbor, uh, he was talking about his kids, like when my kids turn 16, I'm going to put everything out on the table for them, alcohol, drugs, whatever, be like, go ahead, try it. Yeah. Because I want to be like super open with them. <laughs> Which maybe wasn't the best way. What's this, Dad? What's this? This is black tar heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's not. I don't think they they took it that far. I think they meant like alcohol and like vodka and like, right. You know, but That's you know, funny. I think it's really important to have like an open conversation. Like, be the cool. Like, I think in, in any situation, be the cool person. In, in whatever you do, wherever you work, wherever, whether you're like the boss at a company, whether you're the teacher or whether you're, uh, whether you're a, 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 a parent figure, be the friend to the person. Be, be, be friendly to everybody and make them feel like your friends because they'll respect you more. Mm. Like, I don't think there needs to be like this like strong divide where you're like a fucking like, 
where you're a dictator to everybody. Like people loved Obama. <laughs> I feel like people loved Obama because because he was like, you, is this really coming out of your mouth? You're literally the fucking dictator around here. What are you saying? Yeah, well, I do that because it's a blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like people liked Obama because he was so relatable. Yeah, and he was a like, cool guy. He almost seemed like he was like he'd be one of your friends. Yeah, he and did. I, and I, but but you, you wished still, you knew him. Yeah, but you still respected him, of course, for that reason. Uh-huh. And that's why I loved my high school teachers is because I respected them so much because uh-huh. they were so cool, and I wanted to be that cool person. Like I wanted to be like, wow, you're a fucking teacher, and you like and you like talk to us like. We're your friends. Like that's sick. Interesting. Like, I, I hope when I'm old, I'm just like you. Uh, like I think is that that's how important. you feel about me. That's you say yourself. I, about you. no, I hope I'm just like Jason when I get older. Yeah, when I get older, I want to be just like you, Jay. <laughs> I love David. He wouldn't even put the mic up to his mouth on that line. <laughs> I think I tried. Yeah, I <laughs> tried to like pull it away from you. Hey, were you serious about? I want to be just like you, Jason. <laughs> 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 I went and got my. Um, I went and got my my penis worked on today. Are you still do that? Yeah, I went back. Yeah, that's where they, that's where they, well, you got to explain what that is because people that don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, confused. I got my penis worked on. Yeah, that's <laughs> not explaining. If we can say what's going on. Yeah, no, I know. Um, no, I, I get, I get these like. Uh, I thought you were going to say it again. You would have fucking driven me nuts. <laughs> I, yeah, I got my penis worked on. No, you know, when you get a little bit older, David, you know. Your penis you're not as, work. Well, yeah. Yeah. You're not as virile as maybe you might be. I'm already there. I'm peeing out of my butthole. Oh, no. Maybe, yeah. maybe you should go. Maybe. Anyways, we've done it in the videos where we go and they, the woman puts this like jackhammer around your area. He basically goes to make his penis more bigger. Alive. More alive. Yeah. Can, Natalie, can you go out of the room for this <laughs> section of the podcast? No, Natalie's actually here just for this section <laughs> of the podcast. So anyways, I go in. You know, I finally, like, the woman who does it every week is like, I close my eyes while she does it. And yeah. we talk about, like, kid stuff, like having kids. That's nice, though, because she, she does it all the time. So she's already used to seeing your penis. Yeah. So now I'm finally through to the point where I'm not embarrassed anymore. 100%. Because it's a horror show down there. Yeah. Today, she brings in an intern. <laughs> From USC. <laughs> yeah. Not an intern, but like a new person she's training, I guess. She's like, this is Alondra. And I was like, whoa. And I already, I'm already on the table with the, the, the paper sheet like over me. So they both walked in. And I, was, I said that, I said the exact same joke. I was like, what am I, a test subject at USC? What's going on? Oh, I'm Like, boy. this isn't free. And, uh, and how, how old was the intern? Probably in her like 20s, right? She was in her 20s, yeah. Oh, and I was boy. like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, I hope you don't mind. She's, and she's laughing. She's like, <laughs> I knew you were the one person we could do this to. <laughs> and I was like, why me? She's oh. like, well, you make the videos. I knew you'd get a kick out of it. You'd did, think it was funny. Did the girl know? Did the intern know you from videos? No, she didn't know anything about me. Oh, my God. Thank God. No. That would have been the worst if she like, if she like, oh, my God, I watched your family <laughs> vlogs. <laughs> 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 that would have been the worst. So she's like picking up my penis. And she's like, okay, you see right there? And the woman's like, I can't see anything. <laughs> no. But she's like, can you see right here? She's like, that's the, you know, corrodive artery. And that's oh, the, the lenous artery. See, and it comes down. And I'm just like, and I, I couldn't even. I was just like, guys, really? Are you really doing this? She's, oh. like, and she's like, it's fine. It's fine. You're going to be okay. And then, uh, and I remembered what a favor they did for us when they like, you know, had us come in there. When they let us film. When they let us film. So I was like, okay. I'm like, you go back to next week. It's a class. <laughs> okay, guys, come on in here. Now, this is what it's like to work on a really small penis. We took our high school field trip here. <laughs> <laughs> that is so 
fucking yeah. terrifying. And then I had, and then I wanted to ask her a medical question about something else besides my penis. And then I was like, oh man, I was like, I wonder if this is kind of embarrassing. And then I remembered she just looks at my dick and balls all day long. So was the intern- there was no more embarrassing question I could ask. Was the intern? Touching your penis? No, she wasn't. She was just like observing. And, your penis uh, would be the worst penis to like learn from. The worst. It's so much different than the others. Literally, like, why not get a different guy? <laughs> or so maybe this is, this is the uh, corroded artery or whatever. And she's like, "Are you sure that's it?" Like, yeah, this one's a little different. <laughs> if you can make this penis work, then you know you're good. <laughs> we wanted to work on you because you have the toughest penis. Wow. You went to see Vampire Weekend the other day, right? Yeah, I saw Vampire Weekend last night, thanks to my friends at SeatGeek. Yeah, shout and, out to SeatGeek. <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was great. Went with my ex-wife. My favorite. I asked, well, how was, how was Vampire Weekend? <laughs> well, I hate to tell David when I'm having a good time without him, because he, he gets kind of upset. No, I don't get upset. <laughs> Sometimes you do. But I asked, I asked Jason, like, how was Vampire Weekend? And he goes, fucking magical. <laughs> I mean, it was the best. The best. And every, this is every time Jason reviews any. Anytime Jason goes anywhere, that's like that's like out of the ordinary. Like he goes to see a movie or he goes to see a concert. It is just like the most positive review. Every review sounds like you know, like when people leave the movie theater and they're like, and there's a camera guy right outside of it, and they're like shooting like a promo for the movie in front of like the movie poster, and they're like, "So what do you think of the movie?" And all the, all the families are like wearing the merch of the movie, and they're like, "It was amazing. Go see it with your family. Go down to the movie theater today. It's fun for all the kids. Everyone's gonna be laughing. I was laughing, and I'm a dad. Go see Vampire Weekend." They all Say it in unison. That's like, yeah, that's like every time Jason reviews anything he's been to, he's like the most positive about it, which is great. But that's why I'm also like, if I ever come out with like a movie or TV show, I know whatever Jason's going to say is going to be like the <laughs> least accurate. Well, that's not true. It's different when you're with my kids. When my kids I'm going to work a- on something for like two years, like a movie or TV show, and I'm going to purposefully make it bad just to see, <laughs> just to see you bullshit your review. <laughs> I'm going to make it bad. And the whole thing is just going to be a prank just to see how you fucking bullshit. You love me. long jokes. Like yeah. the other day you were chasing Jonah with a Nerf gun and you had to find him in, uh, in Times Square. Oh yeah. Well, I don't want to bring this up yet. This is a secret. Why? What did you want to say? I just thought it was funny how you, Jonah was like, I was going to go to New Jersey. I was going to go to LA. Oh so yeah. I guess you can say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were having a Nerf gun fight and I, I told Jonah he can go anywhere in the city and he took a cab to Times Square and we, we had his location on. So we followed and we got in the cab. We had to go. 15, 15, 20 minutes of Times Square. It was a pretty good car ride. And then we saw him leaving Times Square. And we were like, what the fuck? Where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to New Jersey. And I was like, don't you fucking dare go to New Jersey. Don't go to New Jersey. And then, and then we, we ended up finding him. It's funny. You'll see it in the video. But, um, but I was talking to him. And he was like, yeah, I wanted to take a flight. I wanted to take a flight out of here. Uh, and I told him, I was like, dude, if we ever have this Nerf gun fight again, like, do me a favor. Like, I love you, but leave the country and don't come back for like five to 10 years. Like, imagine how funny that is. Like, to leave, like, that's like, I think that's worth the joke. You think? 100%. You wouldn't have Jonah for five years. It would bum me out, like, a lot because I love that guy. Sure. But it would be like, it'd be one of the funniest things I've ever been a part of. Like, oh, he's, he's, he's just, yeah, my, one of my friends, he's in Bangladesh right now, I think. I'm not allowed, I'm not allowed to leave the country, so I can't follow him. But I know he's hiding out somewhere. We have its location. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if we ever have a Nerf gun fight and Jonah's missing, you know why. So, okay, so I was in the airport on Monday. 
Yeah. And um, I got recognized. And normally when I get recognized, it's all about you. It's always like, uh, you know, oh, yo, where's David? And oh, Dave. it's all about you. People uh-huh. say the nicest things about you all the time. But this one time, I was in the airport this Monday, and uh, this girl comes up to me and she goes, she goes, oh, you're, you're, in, the, you're in the vlogs. And I go, yeah, yeah. And she goes, with that dork. <laughs> like that. And she was talking about you. With that door. What did you say? Thank you so much for saying this. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, I go, you mean David? She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. David. Which is funny. With that dork. Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today's podcast. <laughs> David's quitting YouTube after that story. Because <laughs> it really hurt to, his feelings. I'm going to make sure this is cut out of the podcast for sure. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, thank you guys for listening to, to this week's podcast. That's weird, David, because we don't have enough for the podcast. I don't know why you're wrapping it up. Well, that's all the time we have. <laughs> um, but yeah, go buy Jason's merch. Go buy my merch. Go check us out. Jay, you got a tour coming up. I got a tour. That's exciting. Atlanta, Chicago. Have... <laughs> Atlanta, Minneapolis, and Chicago next weekend. Yeah, Come see I'll, me. I'll be in Chicago and Pittsburgh and New York soon, so maybe I'll see you guys there. Uh, bye. Bye.